I think unfortunately you decided <laughs> to twist the spirit of the topic that our listener was nice enough to send us, bastardized it, made a mockery of it, and I'm sure no one's now listening to this podcast because you decided to be Captain Comedy. salesman was a happy jolly soul <laughs> with a microphone and a willing heart he's ready to go broadcast episode number 128 of the promo upfront podcast i am bill petra one of your hosts the other host of this fine broadcast that i just mentioned let's call him the uh, baron of branding the tank commander of twitter blue himself the one and only kirby hossaman kirby how the eggnog are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Um, you know, when you podcast every week, right, you're going to have times where you're up and down and all kind of all over the place. But right now, I think in heading into this holiday season, I'm starting to get my arms around it. So I'm in a pretty good mental state right this minute. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'd give right now where I'm at as a mental state, uh, four thumbs up, three thumbs sideways and six thumbs down. So I'm, I'm not where you're at yet. I'm getting there. I've got a plan to get there. I'm going to drive there, but I'm still on that road. Just feel a little overwhelmed with kind of end of year stuff, but that's okay. Keeps me busy, which is good. Yeah. Kids are home. Uh, they're working and things are, are going great. Hard to believe that literally nine days from the day this podcast drops, it will be Christmas day. Wow. So it is sneaking up on everybody. So you For might want to sure. get those gifts in soon uh, so no, th it got me to thinking though you know, kirby i know this year you have a fake tree historically you get a real tree yeah. in the past i've gotten real trees we we converted probably about eight ten years ago to to a artificial tree but it got me to thinking yeah. about being environmentally responsible this time of year kirby and you know yeah. a lot of suppliers talk about being environmentally responsible when it comes to their products Thankfully, our sponsor today does more than just do that talk. Shipenko walks the walk as well. That's right. Shipenko is the name of our sponsor today. They are committed to creating <laughs> branded merchandise solutions that are sustainable and don't contribute to the brand fill problem in our industry. In fact, they've gone so far as to partner with the Forest Stewardship Council, FSC, to certify that their FSC pencil not only contains wood, oh, that their, I'm sorry, that their FSC pencil only contains wood from well-managed forests. So mm -hmm. what does that mean? It's a great question. Purchasing FSC labeled products means you support zero deforestation through responsible harvesting, fair wage in work environment, biodiversity preservation as plant and animal species are protected, and community rights as local people living in and around the forest areas are consulted and their legal and cultural rights to the land and forest resources are respected. Mm -hmm. Kirby, talk about a, an example of a supplier really stepping up to the plate when it comes to being environmentally responsible. I can't think of a better example than that. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, with so many of us, we want to do the right thing um, from that standpoint um, and having suppliers who kind of go through that process and it allows us to go, okay, cool, then I know exactly who I'm going to work with. 
You know what I mean? Like, so that I'm not having to go through all of those processes, Shapenko already has. And that's, yeah. if, if, if you have clients that really want that, that's really valuable. Well, and it's another thing, and I agree with you. It's another thing. So many people say, oh, it's environmentally responsible with nothing to back it up. This actually has certification yeah. from the uh, Forest Stewardship Council, which is awesome. So I couldn't have said it better myself, Kirby. That FSC label might be small, but it's making an enormous impact by setting the standard for responsible forestry worldwide. Of course, you can head over to the brand new Shipenko.com to see this and other sustainable writing instruments, or if you're you know, a little busy right now, that's fine. Maybe you're going to a trade show in January. So get out your writing instrument of your choice, preferably a Shapenko pencil, and uh, jot this down. You can see them in person at ASI Orlando. That's booth 1211, or you can see them at PPAI Las Vegas at booth 5405. It's a big deal. They're back in their normal space after a year away. So booth 5405 in Vegas. 1211 in Orlando, Shapenko. Go see Alex, Daniel, Dan, and the boys. You're going to have a great time. They're always a, a good good hangout, and uh, they'll show you some great products. Love it, for sure. All right, Kirby. I, I, I was thinking about this as I woke up. I want to really thank you for having the courage to have the promo upfront section of the podcast this morning because there's not a damn thing to talk about in our industry. So <laughs> you are welcome. Um, actually, there is something to talk about it, and I, I want to thank... I actually thank uh, our good pal, Josh Robbins, for providing said topic because he reached out and there was a tweet that he saw that he said, this might be an interesting topic for promo up front. And so, Josh, thanks. Or I could look at it like, hey, you've been on the podcast once. Now, all of a sudden, you're demanding us. We do topics. I could kind of go both ways, but we're going to go with thanks. Uh, So one of the things he talked about really was the idea of the most iconic or the sort of the Mount Rushmore of uh, logos and brands. And so that got me to thinking, I know that's generally your thing as you get to thinking, but got me to thinking of my favorite logos. And, you know, we, you know, in the interest of transparency, we did discuss that we were going to talk about this in advance so that we could do a little bit of homework. And so I did that. And so I guess I just wanted to sort of make a list, like kind of maybe go one back and forth, if that's good with you. And you had talked about sort of some different standards that helped us come up with a list, right? Just to try to come up with, and and again, thank you to Josh for giving us that. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, please send it to us. We love that. Honestly, we really do. So I just decided to kind of put some parameters around it just to see if we could come up with some different things yeah. uh, for the Mount Rushmore brands. So that means four brands. We would each pick four that are iconic. So one, uh, recognizability without the company name attached to it. That doesn't mean it won't include the company name. Right. It just means there's some recognizability without it. Um, longevity and how often it's copied or parodied. So right. I have no idea where those came from. Yep. But that's what we came up with. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. All right, so um, you, why don't you start us off, Kirby? Yeah, and what was the first one again? Uh, recognizability without the company name attached to it. Now, and and I did come up with a, a few others because I have a feeling yeah, there too. might be some overlap. So yeah. if you pick one, I'm going to go to my reserve list okay, just yeah. to get some other ones on there because I know the first one you're going to pick is some sort of Greek god. It's, so it's funny. I, I I doubt that that's true. So I would say okay. the logo that I think is iconic, that is yeah. recognizable without you know, the name. Yeah, worldwide, yeah. Playboy. I had that on my list. <laughs> so uh, that's that's, awesome. Okay, so that would, that would be my first one. No, it, it's 100% recognizable. I think as we get older as generations, I think it's becoming less iconic. I don't, I think my kids and your kids know what it is. 
I'm not sure their kids would yeah, know. Fair. And maybe not even our kids, really. But, but we're, t- but we're but, talking about point in time right now. Yeah, and I think yeah. you're 100% right. Yeah, I like that one. I, so you? that was on my reserve list. That was okay. on my reserve list. Okay. I'm going to go my number one. And again, I think of it, it, it it's iconic. It's been around for a long time, not forever. It's been around since the 50s, um, but it's copied and parodied a lot. And that would be McDonald's, that M, mm. that yeah. iconic McDonald's M. Uh, I'm not talking about the food. I'm not talking about the quality of the food, but the brand itself. I mean, oh. the fact that, you know, we still, uh, those of us of a certain age who watched, um, uh, uh, what was the the movie Eddie Murphy was in? I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, McDowell's. Uh, coming to yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, coming to coming, America. We talk about McDowell's, you know? So. Yeah. I think when I think of a, a, a just it's just it's simply a shaped letter in a certain color. Yeah, that's pretty amazing in terms of a brand. So I had McDonald's. I had yeah. McDonald's up there. I I love that one. I um and that was so what I did. And again, you and I tend to go about these things just a little bit differently. But I just yeah. made a list, right? And so that that yeah. was literally the second logo I thought of was okay. McDonald's because it's just like so iconic. So that's a good one. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Next, what was the next category you had? Uh, no, no. So it's all the same category. So it's just so your just, four. Okay. Just four. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go Apple. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, the because I'm I, I'm waiting for you to mention the Greek god, uh, but the um, yeah Apple is one of those iconic um, things that again without it saying Apple says Apple, and I think it, yeah. And and it, what I like is I think that the people who utilize those products and there's more and more folks who do, but it, it built a tribe around that symbol. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah. I had Apple on my, as my second one as well. Um, for the same reason, it's the first brand that really created a movement besides the Greek God. We're all talking about Nike. I just don't want Nike up there. It's too obvious. So I didn't choose it. I don't know if you did. Maybe it was, it was number one on my list, but yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, it's the obvious one, but I wanted to go a little deeper than that for me personally. Um, I, I, I picked Apple for that same reason, tribe wise. So I'm not going to talk about Apple. I think another one that hits that same level is Starbucks. Um, even though it does generally have the name and the logo, I mean, it, it, and it's a relatively new brand. I mean, it's what 1976, I think ish somewhere around there. You know what that, if you see that green mermaid without the Starbucks name, you know exactly what it is everywhere. And if you're a coffee lover, it it gets you going. It makes you think about that. So I think it's done a great job again of building that tribe same way Apple has. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks wasn't on my list. I don't love that logo and I don't love it either. Yeah. And and I I don't, I mean, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, but I I like what you're saying. So I guess since we've danced around it, so here I'll use Nike, Nike, but then what I kind of like is Nike's its own sort of brand, but then the Jumpman Jordan logo, they've actually sort of created an iconic brand inside uh, uh, an iconic brand and yeah. both of them are recognizable outside of the name and so yeah. that would be my next one well and i you know uh, i can't argue with nike i mean obviously it right. should be up there i was just going to put it as an honorable mention obviously <laughs> it should be up there i just i think sometimes when we talk about brands nike's always discussed and discussed in detail i think sure. what really is becoming more interesting than ever though if you really look at it i wonder you know they they started out as a shoe company Mm-hmm. And I'd really like to know what of their revenue really still comes from shoes mm-hmm. in terms of other apparel and things like that. I mean, they're really a brand company now, which is not a bad thing. It's just it's an a really good thing. Actually, it reminds me of something that's, that Seth Godin said. 
um, and he was talking about the idea that a brand is more than a logo. And the yep. reason he said Nike had a great brand is he said that if Nike created a hotel, yeah, I know exactly like what it would the feel experience like. It would be, I, yep, and 100%. I'm like, that is really interesting to me. And I just popped Absolutely. into my head. He said Hilton no. on the other hand. Yeah. It's not a brand. No. <laughs> so it's, no, it's, it's very not. interesting. Yeah. So no, yeah. it's a, it's a family of companies is what Hilton is. Yeah, no, I, exactly. I totally agree. That's a great observation. All right. What's your fourth one Kirby on your list? So this, is, um, I've got several here. So I, I'm going to go pick one. The guy's yeah. up there, the guy's up there with his hammer and chisel. He's ready to go. Come <laughs> yeah, on. That's right. it. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to have some fun with it. Batman. <laughs> yep. It's a franchise. <laughs> So, and I was like literally looking through all these logos and I know I'm going a little bit wonky on it. I get that. But it was like, I was looking through all the logos of all the things. I'm like, you know what? Superheroes, uh, franchises, whatever. I, that is one of those things that when I see it, it, it just draws me in. So a little bit weird, but uh, Batman. By that, I could have the guy, by that, by your logic, I could have the guy on Mount Rustbolt much more. Uh, chisel out some uh, Frankenstein Van Halen stripes because it's the same thing. I was more thinking of companies, but we'll yeah. go, we'll go, we'll go. I I will accept your weird Batman thing. <laughs> um, I I actually chose a different one. The last one I chose was, and I really thought about this. Like, okay, yeah. this is long lasting. You know, what does it mean? And I went with Shell Oil. I went with Shell Oil. Okay. A, those colors are iconic. That red and yellow, super, super, super iconic. Okay. Number two, it is a shell. I mean, you know exactly, you don't have to see the word shell. You know exactly what it is. I just think it's one of the best drawn brands. It's it's our logos. It's one of the, the ones that really, again, immediately I see it. I know what it is. Do I love shell oil? No, I don't. I just think that logo, it's super clean. Okay. It's very attractive. And it, you know, it would look really good on Mount Rushmore besides Batman. Now I have a couple honorable <laughs> mentions I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna throw out here that All I right, did I'll, consider. Yeah, I'll throw I'll throw I'm a couple sure you have too. some too. Yeah. Um FedEx, I had that on there. I, I bet you did too. I did, yeah. Um MTV is one I had. Mm, but that's I, a good to one. me I thought doesn't that make the longevity, right? I yeah. MTV doesn't mean today what it did a million years ago. And I don't think half the people would know what that logo is in, in 10 years. So yeah, yeah, I like that. And one. then the last one, uh, two last two, I had Amazon. Okay. Uh, but the one I really struggled with, and it was between this and Shell for the last one, if you want me to be honest, was Target. Target. Again. FedEx and Target. Very, those are my last two. Yeah. Very simple, clean logo. That means and I know exactly, exactly what, what it means. Says, yeah. I know what the experience is going to be and all that. So I know Shell's a weird one and you're going to poo-poo it. But don't poo poo. Let's okay. not poo poo. I, 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 no, I'm not. I like. I didn't poo poo shell. Like you poo pooed Batman. I mean, it's fine. But you, you do what you want to do. I think. I think Life's you about twisted. <laughs> I think unfortunately, you decided to twist the spirit of the topic that our listener was nice enough to send us, bastardized it, made a mockery of it, and I'm sure no one's now listening to this podcast because you decided to be Captain Comedy. You know what? I need to amp up this podcast now because of your whole Batman thing. I got to amp it up. Hey, distributors, I got a question for you. Do you need to level up your email and social media marketing next year? Well, of course you do. There's no better time than right now because Promo Pulse is running a holiday sale. Who doesn't love a holiday sale, Kirby? Batman, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Get a jump start on 2023 and save tw up to 20% on AMP when you buy an annual plan. So head over to promopulse.io slash AMP. 
Kirby, will they be sorry they did? They will not be sorry they did. All right, Kirby. So I've got a visual aid here. Have you seen the new Twitter blue logo? I have, as a matter of fact. And I know you have because I sent it to you. This yeah. is like, I think this is our most prepared for podcast yeah. in the history of podcasting. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the Twitter blue logo, I Google it while you're listening, or you can look on the screen. I printed it out for you. That's the Twitter blue logo. Yep. So I want to talk about that for a second, Kirby. Now, Elon Musk, in all his wisdom, paid $44 billion for Twitter. Yep. The company's hemorrhaging money. It was before he bought it. Yeah. Um, now it's really hemorrhaging money. He's fired, I don't uh, you know, laid off more than half the staff. I think it's actually closer to three quarters have left. I'm not sure on that. So don't fact check me. But that's the best you could do. I mean, that logo, it's like this throwback to the 80s and not big in a time. good way, yeah. right? It, it's a big throwback to the 80s. So here's what I came, you know, it, it, for those of you who are just listening, it combines the word blue with the Twitter bird in the B. So that's mm -hmm. the only recognizable thing. But it's a weird combination of a 1980s porn production, <laughs> the movie Tron. Tron is uh, exactly the old what Sega I thought. The old Sega logo and a Corel Draw clip art CD. Yeah. It is the absolute worst i mean in all seriousness there's no structure to the lettering at all uh it's so tone on tone it's barely legible truthfully yeah. it really i'm gonna put it on the cover of the podcast this week it's so bad um there is no way this could ever be reproduced on any sort of merchandise yeah it, <laughs> properly right. no possible way there's so many gradients and weird lights and lines it's not even blue it's like some weird mashup between like purple and pink yeah so kirby I've said what I had to say about it. What say you? Yeah, I, it's one of those things that I think that they purposefully were trying to, you know, kind of do a throwback, I guess, which is, oh, yeah. which for what it's worth is kind it's of fun. weird. I think it's kind of weird based on what you're doing. Because I, I think if I'm understanding correctly, the Twitter blue concept is that they're going to try to monetize the people who have verified Correct. accounts, right? Which I think Correct. that's actually an interesting concept. Yeah. yeah, but the idea of, that being a throwback, I really don't understand. So, so it, it for me, it dis, it's a disconnect from the logo to what they're trying to do. Which is, you know, as we just had this whole concept of of uh, logos and iconic logos, they they put you in a state of mind, right? right. When you see the Nike swoosh, it's you just do it. You are in a go and yeah. grind and you know whatever. They put you in a state of mind. I have no idea what the hell that one's trying to accomplish. Yeah. And, and, and I hadn't thought of the porn thing tells me a little bit about you, but the Tron, the Tron concept, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it, it, it says. And I'm like, from my perspective, this is one of those things. I'm like, Elon did yeah. this. He actually did this. 100%. And, and this is his logo that he created. Yeah. So he, either he, and that makes sense, or he is catfishing everybody and he's just screwing with everyone. So, because that, it's yeah, atrocious. <laughs> just I, I, my, my, my thought is it, it's a throwback to the 80s, which I don't really don't care about, but your company didn't exist in the 80s. So that <laughs> is weird. Yes. I think it's, but it's a throwback to Elon's life in the 80s. I think this is what he experienced in the 80s. He probably loved Tron, maybe loved movies like Little Often Annie. I have no idea. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but this is clearly a vanity play for Elon Musk. Exactly what you just said. It it has it is such a disconnect from the brand itself. Yeah. So let me ask you this: We know he's trying to monetize, uh, you know, Twitter Blue, eight bucks, I believe, a month to be verified. 
which take whatever that even means, but you would allow you to um, control the platform to your liking a little more, allow you to, um, uh, I believe, edit your tweets, things like that. Are you going to be a Twitter blue customer, Kirby? Answer us now. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I've I've considered it. Um, it because I I think eight bucks a month is not crazy, right. and if it would I, I, if it would allow me to enjoy the Twitter platform more, I think that would be yeah. great. Because right now I Twitter I have more followers on tr- Twitter than I do on Facebook or LinkedIn. Right. But the level of engagement, the level of clicks, and all the the response to the content, it's not even on no. the same planet. And so no. it's it's interesting to me. So I I. I don't know that I can definitively answer whether I'm going to do it. I, yeah. I'm considering it, but that logo isn't helping. <laughs> that, that would no, be- it's not. And, and, yeah. and I, I, so I, I pulled the trigger. I am now verified. I did Twitter. Oh, nice. Okay. I figured, cool. Okay. I, I, and the only reason I did it was I want to see what the eight bucks gives me. Yeah. It's eight bucks. Um, I'll probably mm. cancel it. I, I don't, it, you know, so far the experience, it's not any different. It's mm. a lot of coming soon. Mm-hmm. coming yeah. soon you can categorize your news feed coming soon you can do this so like you you know i you, you put out more content than i do by a long shot but again my engagement on twitter is is okay yeah yours but, is, i, mean, I think you 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 work at it though that's one of the things i would say with twitter is you have to what, what i mean is you have to like reply and do all the like join those chats and stuff like that you do a better job with that than me yeah. and it's like sometimes I'm like it just feels exhausting to once you're doing it all these other platforms too. So well, and see this is see so to me Twitter's easier to deal with than LinkedIn. LinkedIn feels so much like Facebook to me. Mm-hmm. I forget about it. I completely yeah. because to me the interface is so similar. Sure. Yeah. I, if I if 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 I was woke up at three in the morning and needed to post something, I put it on uh, Inst- uh, LinkedIn. I could have just as easily put it on Facebook. I, it's the same exact experience, and so which I see, struggle I view- with. Link- See, I view that as a positive, not a negative. So, like, I don't, yeah. So that's just. Interesting. I view it as a negative for me, right? Right. Because right. to me, going to LinkedIn feels like a redundant experience. So mm. I have to really make sure I do it. Yeah. Whereas Fair. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter all feel organic to themselves. But that's beside the point. We're not talking about that. So I think it'll be interesting to see. First of all, again, the the conversation, the Twitter blue logo. I think we both agree is abysmal. It means nothing to everybody. So congratulations, <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, but I think the bigger conversation is, you know, is Twitter Blue going to save this company? Because I'm not sure Twitter's even around in a year, which which kind of bums me out um, for me when news is happening. Yeah. Whether it's sports or regular news. Yeah, what's uh, trying I do go to Twitter. I yeah. always go to Twitter. You know, when, when uh, uh, Mike Leach, who coach of the mm. uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs football coach, uh, had a uh, what sounds like a sudden cardiac arrest in his home and, and and unfortunately passed away. I mean, that's where I went to get the quickest updates. That's immediately where I go. So yeah. I hope Elon figures it out and I hope he keeps it as uh, pure as possible. Let's leave it at that. And I, I hope that uh, he hires a design firm next time that has ever. Hell, he should, <laughs> hell, he should hire me. Yeah, exactly. All right, you got another one? Uh, yeah, so th- we could potentially make this quick, but we've yeah. done logos, then we've done logos with social media. So th- yep. this is fascinating to me, and I think it's sort yep. of a developing story. So we're seeing more and more states banning the use of TikTok. 
Uh, many yep. states have recently banned TikTok on government devices. Um, yep. Many of you know that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. Um, and the way that works is that sometimes if they, if the Chinese government requires them to turn over data, then maybe they are forced to. So, it, but it's fascinating how many headlines we're seeing. I, I went through this morning and there's, you know, the Texas and Arkansas and Wisconsin, and like, these are lots of states are, are looking to ban TikTok on, um, government yeah. devices. So I guess my, I, I find it interesting um, because obviously TikTok is uber popular. Um, mm -hmm. So is this a big deal? Will TikTok go away? What What's your take, man? Man, I, and I'll be honest with you. This is where I hate to say this phrase, um, but it's accurate. I don't know. Yeah, fair. I'm at a point in my life where I really struggle to know what is the truth, mm. what is what is some sort of opinion-based fact, yeah, what yeah. is somebody's agenda they're pushing forward. So I'm going to look at it as purely as I can. I've not read a lot about it. I've seen the headlines. Um, fair, I've fair. read a couple, couple articles, but <clears throat> where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm -hmm. um, you know, politically, from a political alignment perspective, China and the United States are not aligned politically. And I think we'd be foolish to think that there weren't some sort of subterfuge on some level or another to manipulate things. And I think we do it to them, too. So right. I, I know yeah. and I don't want to get into political discussion. We're talking about a, a, a social media app. Here's what I think and I find troubling. The Chinese version of TikTok is radically different than our version in the mm -hmm. rest of the world's version. And you should, people should read up on that. So okay. the Chinese version is much more educational based. It, it limits people's time on it. Um, whereas ours are dancing people and fun things. And they're fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I've gotten on TikTok as much as I've slammed it. I've found some cool recipes and things on there too. Mm -hmm. I do think there's a concern that because it is a communist government that they might turn over the data. Now, the question is, what would they do with that data? What data is on there that they could actually leverage? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I, to me, it's one of those things. Honestly, Kirby, I don't know. Um, and I hate to say that. It's not because I don't want to be informed. It's because I don't know who to believe anymore. Right. Um, and that's a, that's an absolute factual statement. So I think there's enough smoke here. to It bears watching. Yeah. Um, I think it is smart that it's not on government devices. I think that just makes common sense sense, right? Yeah. I don't think it should probably be, be go beyond that. I think people's choices in this country, you, you want to put your data out there, that that's your call. But on a government device, yeah. I, if it's or a company issued device, by the way, if it's whether if it's issued right. and owned by the government, they get to tell you what's on it, what's not on it. So yeah, sure. That's kind of my thought. I guess I finally did get to an opinion. No, it's good. And and to be fair, I just totally threw that at you. I, I so I don't know. I think that, you know, all of these platforms probably have a shelf life or a lifespan or whatever. Right. Um, is it a big deal? I think it's a big deal in the sense that, um, man, people are really growing platforms. But I think, and so if you are someone who's a TikTok influencer, like you've spent the time, you've done the work and you've yeah. built up a following on, oh, on horrible. TikTok, that would be very... Mm -hmm. A big bummer, but it goes to, you know, I talk a lot about the idea of the difference between rented media and owned media. And it yeah. goes back to my point on that is if the platform goes away and that's the only place you have leverage, then you have a problem. Yeah. 
right? Yep. Um, the other thing I think you're seeing is some of the other platforms uh, working to mimic what's working sure. there. So I think, you know, if it were to go away, you'd be able to use the skill set that you've developed on TikTok to do it in other places. So it's to me, it's just interesting. And like you said, when the smoke fire, like when you start seeing this many things, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, maybe it's just a political thing. Maybe. But I, don't know. I think we, as marketers though, I think it's important that we yeah. pay attention to those platforms. And oh. if they're, you know, if there's trouble, then yeah. you know, we need to be aware of it. So that's, but the, but the, the flat answer to your question though, should, or is it okay? Is it, you know, should, should governments, local, sorry, state governments ban TikTok from government issued devices? They should ban whatever they want from government issued devices, whether yeah. it's your own personal email account, whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's yeah. games, it's, you know, that I have no issue with. And to me, that's not the larger question. The larger question is what you and I are talking about. And you're right. There are, there's always this copying thing. I look at the world's social media as this mountain where everybody thinks there's this peak and pinnacle and there's not, but mm. you have all these companies scrambling. So somebody gets a little higher because they roll out Vine, which was mm-hmm. what Twitter's thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody rolls out a different video platform. They get ahead. It's everybody just scrambling, trying to get to the top. And I'm not sure there is a top. I think it's this this perpetual race of trying to, you know, so TikTok comes out with something really cool and and certainly, I mean, captivated millions of people. So, I mean, I'm not going to crap on the the app at all, but someone will do it better. Mm -hmm. Someone will do it cleaner. Someone will do it more efficiently. And, And so you're right when you say the skills will translate to a different platform, but from a marketing perspective, it absolutely bears watching. All right, Kirby, good yep. cop. Good. Do you have anything else yep. to say, or can we go on the last thing real quick? Yep. All right. So, in just three weeks, ish, we're all leaving for Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! And I didn't realize this. My first PPI Expo was actually in Dallas, so okay. I, that's how old I am. <laughs> this year marks twenty years in Vegas. Okay, mm-hmm. so this will actually be my twenty-second Expo. I did two years in Dallas and then I've done the 20 in Vegas or I, you know, we omit a year for the, the, the 2021 COVID year, but yeah. I still think we're, it's the 20th anniversary of, of Vegas uh, PPAI being hosted at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. So I wanted to quiz you on a couple things 20 years ago, Kirby. So get wow, on okay. your quiz hat. All right. Okay. I, I'm going to, I want to talk about some prices of things 20 years ago. Oh, Okay. So I thought, given inflation, I thought this would be kind of interesting. Some of these surprised me. Some of these didn't. Okay. So Kirby, 20 years ago, what was the cost of a dozen eggs? Uh, cost of a dozen eggs 20 years ago? Like just yep. not in Vegas? Just No, no, not in okay. Vegas. Just, okay. just going, going groceries. Okay. Uh, Average price. 20 years ago, put me at 28. So I'd go $2. A dollar three loaf of bread, Kirby. I was gonna loaf say a dollar. Damn, uh, loaf of bread, uh, buck fifty. A dollar two, okay. Um, a one pound of sweet smoky bacon, <laughs> one pound. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing well so far. Um, it's okay. I would go to uh, two dollars. Uh, you're a little low there, three dollars and 24 cents. So that one is one that surprised me. So pork okay. must have been pretty expensive in 2002. One gallon of milk, Kirby. Uh, two bucks. All right. 
No, uh, two two seventy six, two seventy six, not too far. All right. So now we're gonna talk about everything's two dollars in my world. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna talk about you getting to Vegas. You getting okay. to Vegas and going to Vegas. So Kirby, okay. two thousand two. What was the price of a gallon of gas as you drove to CMH, your airport of your of choice, to get to Las Vegas? A, a gallon of gas. Uh, two thousand two. I is it, would it be weird if I said a dollar ninety nine two two bucks? No. Okay. No, it'd be wrong, but it wouldn't yeah. be weird. Well, I'm um, not planning on having it exactly right. I know. Well, then you're playing the game wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, dollar sixty one. A dollar sixty one. So you weren't too far off. Okay. All right, Kirby. You get hungry at the airport. Got to have a Big Mac. How much was a Big Mac in two thousand two? Uh, the, the just the sandwich or the meal? Just a sandwich. Uh, I'm gonna go. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, all on a sesame seed bun. Well done. Two fifty. Not bad, Kirby. Two thirty nine and feeling fine until yeah. you actually eat it. All right. So the price of an average hotel room in Las Vegas. You get to Las Vegas. The price of an average hotel room in Las Vegas in two thousand two, Kirby. Per night, just one night. Eighty seven dollars. Seventy six dollars and forty cents. All yeah. right. I should have done this in reverse order. Average cost of a plane ticket, Kirby, in two thousand two. A uh, round trip or one way. Uh, round trip, please. Uh, four hundred bucks. One hundred and fifty-four dollars and ninety-two cents. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that seems way well, low. It was twenty years ago. Yeah, and it probably takes into account all the larger airports that have cheaper yeah. prices than. Yeah, that seems. You have I'm an international airport. Yeah, yeah, you have an international airport there, but it is more regional than international in, sure. in terms of size. Not, yeah. not a criticism, just an is. All right, Kirby, you get to Vegas. You want to have a cocktail. What was the price of an average cocktail in Las Vegas in two thousand two? So I, I of course, will get this wrong, but yeah. I, I, I will say that this the, floored me. By the way, this one floored me. The, the price of cocktails have. Um, gone commiserately with what I was making. So they always seem really expensive. Um, yeah. uh, average cocktail. So not a beer, a cocktail. Yep. So I'm going to go no, cocktail. Eight bucks. $3 and 50 cents, Kirby. All right. Yeah. That, that, that stunned me. That stunned would be a me. lot less. Yes. All right. Now this is, this one I would like you to really think about. Okay. And then we're done. This is not a price one. What was the most popular cocktail in 2002, Kirby? The most ordered cocktail that year. 2002. It feels like there's something I'm missing um, that will be substantial, but I'm going to go Jack and Coke. I think Jack and Coke's always a great guess. According to the internets that I looked at, <laughs> um, it was the vodka Red Bull, vodka Red Bull, so Red which Bulls, makes sense yeah, because yeah. that's about when Red Bull started coming up, and that was yeah. a big, yeah, that big makes sense. drink. Yeah, it also so, makes so sense good. at the expo because <laughs> you need a little push, uh, yeah, and a little pull. It, is. it does. You know, it also makes sense, Kirby. Being environmentally responsible when it comes to your promotional products. That's right. Our pals over at Shipenco have partnered with the Forest Stewardship Council to certify that their FSC pencil only contains wood from well-managed forests. They actually have a certificate. They've gone through the vetting process. This is similar. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say on the level of being a B corporation, but you do go through a vetting process so that the wood that is being sourced to make these pencils is coming from sustainable forests, zero deforestation, fair wage and work environment. You heard all that at the top of the podcast. I know that Dan, Daniel, and Alex would love to see you 
on their new website at chapenko.com or if you're heading to Orlando, see them at booth 1211 or in Las Vegas at booth 5405. Now, Kirby, I want to wish you a very happy Festivus. Um, I don't know when that is coming up, but in all seriousness, um, it drops on Friday. Uh, Sunday is Hanukkah. So to all of our Jewish friends, we wish you the happiest of Hanukkahs and hope you have a wonderful eight-night festival of lights. And Kirby, we'll be back here next week recording at, uh, let's call it a tinsel level next week. Love it. <laughs>